Hi everyone, Classy Spartan here, otherwise known as Andrew in various episodes of Dub Talk. I want to take a minute before this episode begins to pay our respects to an actor who's recently passed away. Cole Brown, Texas-based actor, passed away on November 18th, 2016 at the age of 60 years old. Cole's played supporting characters for various Funimation-based dubs, including Space Dandy, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Noragami, Fairy Tale, The Rail Deck series, and most notably for me personally, Marshall D. Teach and Jaguar D. Saul in One Piece. I also wanted to bring up that while I don't believe we covered in this episode, his final role before passing was Lord Redford in Izetta the Last Witch. Future episodes onwards, he's going to have a stand-in played by David Wald. We at Dub Talk share our utmost admiration and respect for voice actors, even if we personally are critical of various shows. We really do love and respect these people for filling their performances with so much life and character, and I wanted to take some time to pay respect to somebody who's no longer with us, who's played some various characters. I want to take a moment and take a minute of silence for an actor who's no longer with us, played characters I really quite enjoyed and wanted to pay our respects. Life's rough, guys, but honestly, it's worth it in the end. There's so many things to do, so many people you'll meet along the way. Just the friend, hell, the friends even I've made from doing this podcast, the people I've met, and the fun times I've had with that. It's worth it, you know? To quote a wise giant. No matter who you are, ain't no one born to this world to be alone. Rest in peace, Cole Brown. Warning. The Dub Talk podcast may contain language that may not be suitable for younger audiences, so listener discretion is advised. Also, there's always the possibility of spoilers for a series occurring, so be careful while listening in case there's mention of an anime that you probably haven't finished yet. And finally, while riding an assault rifle like a broom into battle may be cool as shit, proper safety and hygiene should not be neglected while riding and firing an armed weapon into battle. Seriously, if you're not wearing underwear and you're sitting on top of a gun that you just fired, your crotch is going to be very unhappy. Now that we've learned about proper gun writing etiquette, please enjoy this episode of Magical World War II Lesbian I I I mean Isetta the Last Witch. Everyone and welcome to Dub Talk, the show where a group of friends get together, join a resistance, try to stop the Nazis, and have a magical time. My name is Megan, and along with me tonight, it's time for the Grimgar crew to go back to war after our time in the sunshine. So I've got Andrew, aka Classy Spartan, uh, Jet. <laughs> Andrew, are you secretly a Nazi? I'm Jewish. Well, then, that just got awkward. Um, <laughs> we have... Uh, we have Divine Nega, a.k.a. Jet. Yeah. 
And we have Roots of Justice. Hey ho! Chartmaster Roots! The Chartmaster has come, and even that can't save us from all of the lesbians in the sky. No, um, it cannot. So, we're talking tonight, if you haven't guessed by the the hailing and the Sieghiles and the magic and the gay, are talking about Izetta the Last Witch, the first of the fall simuldub, because now broadcast dub is a term of olden. So, guys, we get to pop the cherry of fall. Fall time for Lesbos and Germany. <laughs> Deutschland was happy and gay. God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> We're off to a wonderful start, aren't we? always up there with them boys. Them filthy, disgusting, lice-ridden boys. <laughs> I don't have enough alcohol for this. Why can't you be more like Cousin Johnny? God. Just, oh, Lord. Anyway, let's describe this show. Is that of The Last Witch can be described as that was kind of gay, and I guess that happened. But in truth, it is a... In truth, the story is this. It's 1940s, and Europe is in the throes of war. Germania, because we can't actually call it Germany, has threatened to invade a small neighboring country putting their princess in danger. But in the midst of it all, a mysterious power awakens. The last witch has come to aid the princess, combining magic and weaponry to take on enemies. Also, be if I'm correct, are they trying to fucking invade this country's, this world, Switzerland? I'm pretty Probably. sure they're invading all of the not-European Union. Yeah, so, yeah that, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not Switzerland. But... <laughs> okay, so if if, if if this is thirty nine, is the show thirty nine or like forties? Because if it's thirty nine, I'm pretty no wait, it's mid war, so Pol not Poland would have already been invaded. Okay, the country yeah, yeah, is they called. Yeah, invaded not Poland. I believe it's called Eilstad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's just say not Switzerland and go with that. Yeah, we're going to go with not Switzerland, like how Yona of the Tan took place in not and vaguely not Korea. Let's call it. Eilisfeel, because Iliasfeel is a very different show entirely. It's now not Switzerland, you heathen. Not Switzerland, <laughs> let's go with it. Vaguely not Switzerland. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, oh no, here we go. The country's location is based on what Western Austria is today. Fuck okay. it, we're still calling it not Switzerland now. Awesome. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Wikipedia. I make my own rules. Aussie Switzerland. Aussie, it's Aussie land. I got my chocolate. Andrew, by the way, is eating Kit Kats and drinking. Mm, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Uh, I wish I had a Toblerone right about now. Mm. Every time somebody talks about Toblerones, I think of this British radio drama called Cabin Pressure. Mm. <laughs> to which everybody should listen to Cabin Pressure. Because not only is the guy who was Giles on Buffy in it at points, um, one of the leads is Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. I love, I love Cabin Pressure. It was my, like, thing I would listen to in college. Anyway, we are getting way off track. So we are here to talk about Izetta the Last Witch, potentially, because... I guess this group is into war and magic and lesbians. Those are all things it, that I do enjoy, yes. 
Well, if you think about it, though, we talked about Grimgar, and Grimgar had magic and sadness and heterosexuals. Lovelight Sunshine had lesbians. Now no, we're combining them. We are combining <laughs> the best of both worlds and watching Valkyria cry. I, I, I mean, Maria the Virgin. I, I, I mean, I mean. I mean, Code Gee, I. I mean, Strike yeah. Witches, I mean. Izetta, uh, the last Izetta. witch. I actually don't. I actually kind of do enjoy this show. I'm just not quite sure where or how it's going to go. I kind of on this show, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, I, I think that's of, fair. But first, I'd say it's time we dive into the direct. I'd say yeah, yeah, like speaking of directing things where to go, director and scriptwriter. I had. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up my list. I had three, three predictions for ADR director. And at this point is when I realize I should actually have my prediction list up. <laughs> okay, well, you can start us off, Andrew. Okay, so the three predictions I had for this production were Colleen Clinkenbeard, Caitlin Glass, and Sonny Strait. Okay. Okay, yeah, I could have seen all of those. I'm going to say Sonny Strait's because Maria the Virgin Witch, isn't it? Uh, yep. And yeah. Caitlin Glass also because allegedly Maria the Virgin Witch. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Uh, as, as for me, I also had Caitlin Glass because I kind of inadvertently assumed this was going to be a big deal done. And for a scriptwriter, I said Patrick Sykes. Hmm. <laughs> By the way, we're going to find out that allegedly thing with Maria when Steph and I actually... I don't know. No, I'm the one who has yes, the DVDs of that. No, I don't think it's a legend anymore. Like, either Sunny Strait or Caitlin Glass actually said... She worked on it. But... Did that come out on DVD yet? Yes, yep. I have it. I actually have it. And because this is going to be out after the haul video, I actually got Austin Tyndall and Chris Rager to sign it. Ooh, exciting. And I was, I had, when I when I actually went up to Chris Rager, I said, I don't, I think I have two things you're not going to expect to see. And the first one I pulled out was Athbots. He goes, yeah, I see a lot of that. And the second thing I pulled out was Marie. And he goes, that I have not seen yet. Woo. I actually so think. I kind of. I think I kind of pulled that. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I pulled that. Uh, Noah's got a pretty good one about Lisa Ortiz in Night on the Galactic Railroad. Yeah, cool. Cool. Nice. To which, by the way, everybody, do you want to make Noah Clue smile? No. Send him a picture of the smug cat from from <laughs> fucking Night on the Galactic Railroad. Oh. Just for Christmas, everybody, just send Noah a picture of that cat. I have angry <laughs> smile Tyga pretty much for any and all occasion. I, I believe my now my now default gif of people hugging is Yuri running to hug Victor, and I sent that to Gigi and she just died. Ah anyway. yes, Yuri and Victor, the most <laughs> romantic thing you could ever see. Just dudes being. Wait, 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 guys, dude. guys, guys, what's that spoiler that episode? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on that, that one. Just dudes being. It's just dudes being dudes like Yuri Kuma's chicks being chicks. Um, anyway, okay, uh, did you go back to what we were talking about? Um, any, I don't have any predictions for directing because I, um, I actually forgot Izetta was a show that existed until I was very much reminded that I was in charge of this episode. <laughs> uh, Roots? We promise we are very organized and very responsible people. 
we at Dub Talk here are a professional outpost. I mean, we all wear pants while we record roots. Oh shit, was I and... supposed to wear pants? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck ah, everybody, crap. put your pants back on. <laughs> Just don't what? let anybody know I don't have a bra on right now. <laughs> Ooh la la, qu'est-ce que c'est? TMI. Don't worry, Roots, nobody knows you don't have pants. <laughs> anyway, I had I, just... I had Caitlin Glass and Tia Ballard as mine, mainly because of Garo and... Uh, oh, God, what was that other show? That The other fall one. Um... Uh, Not show by Rock. No, 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 no. Um, the other fall 2014 one. Uh, Vanitas. 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 I, oh, Mar- oh, Lord yeah. Marksman yeah. and Vanitas. I forgot that Vanities. was a thing. There we go. Everyone forgot Lord Marksman and Vanities was a thing. So, I have no predictions for writers, by the way. So, I have no me predictions neither. for writers either. So, who, wear, uh, who so, wears the pants in this dub? Uh, so... Wearing the wearing the shorts, I guess, and this is the writer is Jeremy Kratz, and our director, if I can, okay, good, I do have that pulled up. Our director is Kyle Phillips. Congratulations so. for getting out of Endride Limbo. <laughs> Congrats, Woo-hoo! you survived Endride. Here's a slightly <laughs> less. Here's a slightly less shitty show. Oh wait, oh come on, okay. I, I know it seems like we don't care about Izetta. It is a much better show than Endride. I know that's not a I'm pretty sure Disney... I'm agreed, but at this point, <laughs> that's not a very high bar to jump No, it's Andrew. not. That's not a fair <laughs> thing to say, but it is a much, much better show than anything Endride will ever be. Because I'm not... I mean, it could be worse. He could have had to direct Sky Wizards. Uh... <laughs> we... Sorry, Matt. Any... Felicia, sorry, we Mom. really like you, by the way. We're sorry. You're out of purgatory now with Puzzles and Dragons. Um... <laughs> I think. No, anyway, yeah, it's still got a while to go. It's a fun kid show. Anyway, anyway, Jeremy Kratz, the scriptwriter, because he has less credits, has written for series like My Hero Academia, both seasons of Seraph of the End. He's unfortunately the motherfucker who had to write Survamp. Um, <laughs> he also wrote uh, a couple of, oh, poor baby, he wrote episodes one, three, and the last half of Sky Wizards, and he was also the episode... Uh, he wrote episodes for Yona of the Dawn, specifically episodes 2, 5, 8, 10, 17, 19, 22, and 24, a.k.a. Cockblock the episode. Kyle Phillips, to name a couple of things that he has directed without spoiling certain things, um, he has, unfortunately, ADR directed Enride. He directed Dance with Devils. He directed... He directed Dagashi Kashi, which I am saying over this bag of candy. Thank you. He directed... Is this... He directed... Um... Let me find things he's directed that aren't spoilers. Is that Is This? Is that Is This a Zombie? He was the engineer of Is This a Zombie, not the director. That's okay. why. So I, I cut that one out. So yeah, and then there was one other show that he's directed, but I'm pretty sure that episode is actually being uh, done soon. And if I said it and spoiled it for Steph, she would be very sad with me. So how do we feel about the directing and the writing on this show? Who wants to take the floor uh, first? Uh, uh, writing's fine. Directing, I'm pretty iffy on, actually. 
<laughs> to be fair, I think Jet, you said you only watched one episode and then said fuck it. That's not, that's not, that's not, oh wait, oh wait, no, I thought we were talking about Joker Baby before. I'm, I'm mostly at the day of Izetta. Oh, no, Izetta. Oh, yeah. no, Izetta, okay, sorry, that was Joker Game. my bad. Uh, yeah, no, uh, how do you feel about the Izetta directing? The writing's... Yeah, so, yeah, I like guess, I said, yeah, okay. yeah, like I said, yeah, like the directing's fine. I mean, the writing's fine, the directing, I'm not I'm kind of iffy on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little more iffy on the writing because um, <laughs> I think that this being a period piece, say, I, I don't know how I feel about the writing because I don't think they've used really any modern slang yet. Thank God. I noticed Jeremy Kratz is actually pretty good, like, when it comes to not really changing and adding a whole bunch of that particular stuff, save for, like, a couple of scenes. But honestly, he's, he's pretty he's pretty good. He's pretty faithful when it comes to his script work. As for the, the directing of this dub itself, it is odd. Yeah, that's the way I would describe it because there are times where people are cast in this show as characters and I'm like, why are you a background <laughs> character? What the no, fuck no, are no, you I like that. No, no, I tried to do the way I could describe it, but it would sound kind of mean. If you want to say it in a way <laughs> that's not mean, I'd use the phrase experimental. Oh, what have we ever said and mean things on this show? Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious as what Jet's going to say, but I don't... Roots, how do you feel? Um, I am generally in agreement. Script writing is, for the most part, solid, but as we move into the cast... It's a little bit of an odd duck. Yeah, and I mean, and, and Andrew brought up Sunny, and I'm hesitant to get too far into it because I don't want it to take away um, from the episode. Uh, some of us may be doing for the show that Sunny is actually directing. Um, and actually, I have another funny Chris Rager story I will tell the guys after the recordings. I want to save it for that particular episode. Um,. I don't think experimental is the word I want to use for this show because I don't think that it is. I want to kind of use the same term we did for things like shit mean, I mean, show mean sample, which is, I don't know, think this is Funimation's thing they're banking on. Yeah, I kind of want to say it almost feels like a main level Sentai dub in a sense. Ooh. Which was, Yikes. <laughs> that um, yeah, one I mean, that, see, I, see, see, that's why I, see, I mean, I told you we're kind of being wrong, but, I mean, it's not bad, but it's, I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not bad, like, I, I mean, like, like, it, like, it's, like, it's only complicated, it's just, I, my thing is, like, <laughs> I, I might bring, I might bring this up more in the final thoughts, is, have you guys seen the thing where they're pushing for, um, <laughs> The Simuldub trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, Yuri on Ice, Drifters, which we all know Drifters is the prestige project, kind of. Right. Um, is the prestige. And I think Izetta was in it, and Orange was in it, and 
Speaking of which, I actually have the Marathon Orange after this because I still haven't started it. Um, whoopsies. Um, well, well, I think I'll be pleased with that one. <laughs> but um, I know I'm going to be pleased with that one because of somebody who's in the show, but I can't say anything. I actually have no predictions for Orange, by the way. Uh, my prediction was I went on Facebook and, and somebody in the show I follow on Facebook and they were like, I'm in this. And I'm like, fuck it, I know who everybody is now. Um, but um, I feel like this dub, they're trying to push it out to people. But it's like, we have to tack on Izetta because Izetta is the one that's going to get more people to watch because it's the flashy-looking show. Also, I, I have a hunch about why they're promoting it. I, I think it's more to do with their newfound Crunchyroll partnership. Oh, yeah, we should yeah. probably talk about that, shouldn't yeah. we? Oh, shit, this is the first season. Actually, no, like, actually, it's weird. Like, if I think about it that way, then Kyle is being honest actually makes more sense to me. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, can I take the floor for a second to explain that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, as of this season, a brand new thing has happened where Funimation and Crunchyroll have gone... They're fucking. They are, they are not in a committed relationship, but they have a very nice friends with benefits kind of thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Basically, what ha what's going to happen from now on is Crunchyroll is basically going to stream the subs for all of the shows that Funimation will want to release and dub, and those will be available on the Crunchyroll service. And for Funimation, they will be able to dub many of those titles, have the dubs air on their service, and then re release the physical DVD Blu-ray once that is finished and released. And Izetta is one of the first shows... Well, actually, all of these shows... Okay, basically, this is a Crunchyroll Funimation byproduct, along with a lot of other titles this season. It seems yeah. like Izetta and Nanbaka are their flagships. Those were the for ones right that now. they advertised <laughs> straight that's from that's the get-go. Yeah. Except, except for, um, I feel like Nanbaka is actually worth it. <laughs> yeah. Nanbaka is fun. Izetta is... Eh... And I mean that in the sense of, I actually have watched the Nambaka dub, and I had a riot watching it. Um, yeah. I feel like we should continue to talk about Yuseta, though, before we get off to yeah, it. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, we don't want to wait, you don't want to spend too much time on this. Anyway, yeah, so let's move on to our first set of characters in this. They are Herman and Tobias. Herman and Tobias can be described as... Meat shields. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No arguments. They're episode one bodyguards that helped protect the princess lady in a pretty cool train sequence and during a nice operatic scene. And then they bought the then dust. Then we get fucked over by the British. Did, did they get fucked? The Brexit comes early. Did they? Did, was it even the British? I think it was just like some German intel. No, it was Brit it was the British. It was Britannia. Ah. Uh, um, well, at least it wasn't Code Geass. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Real on a scale of on a scale of one to 
On a scale of Isetta to Code Geass, how do you like your Britannians? <laughs> oh, it's well, really that scale weird. is just that, that, asshole that, that, to asshole. Oh, God, it's even worse to realize both shows have the same writer. Yeah! <laughs> oh, God damn it! written by the writer of Code <laughs> Oh, Lord. Damn. It's, it's, a, it's, it's the circle of life, and it moves us all. Now get the fuck off my balcony. Um, predictions. I believe... Wait, was... I think I literally have them in my thing as Tobias and Blonde Guy. You know what? I have other... Herman was blonde, right? Yeah. I I didn't have any predictions. Uh, For Herman, Herman, I had Sabbat and Pill Parsons. Pill Parsons. Phil Parsons. And for Tobias, I had... Who did I have for that? Uh... Let's throw a dart at the Your board. Jason LeBrec. Let's let's say Jason LeBrec. Jason LeBrecht. Because we aren't actually talking about I don't believe we're actually talking about this character in the predictions. I literally have in my list a prediction in all caps the man with the golden gun. <laughs> <laughs> Only followed by Jason LeBrecht? Question mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that guy. Um my prediction for Tobias was Brandic Mc- Brandon McGinnis, and my prediction for Herman, who can only be described as blonde dude, is Marcus Stimmick. I probably would have gone with Marcus had I made a prediction for them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, by the way, um, because we're not talking about this, please go watch Show by Rock Season 2, where Marcus Timmick plays a swole, pink-haired gazelle in a boy band. This is the episode <laughs> where we advertise for every single show except the one we're actually talking about. Actually talking about. Um, <laughs> so, well, to be fair, Marcus Timmick, shirtless, swole, bodybuilder, boy band giraffe with pink, gazelle with pink hair. What else do I need? It's like a furry's LSD-induced wet dream. Sells itself. <laughs> sells itself. It sells, it's the ship yeah. that sells itself. Yeah, anyway, yes, it does. Anyway. So who voices our deadbeat bodyguards? And who voices our meat shield? So for... Oh, God, I had Herman and I lost him. Oh, there we go. For Herman, he is played by Ben Bryant. And for Tobias, he is played by our director, Kyle Phillips. Uh, Kyle Phillips, in terms of a voice actor, he is Sosuke Suguya in Assassination Classroom. He is Sho Tokugawa in Cheer Boys. He is Kenishi Hayrio in Disastrous Life of Saki Kai. Sick. He is uh, Genshiro Saji in high school DXD. I know he's Born somebody in. in My Hero. I don't remember. Is it Con- He is my... Pardon pardon me for even saying this term. He's my spirit animal, Denki. Oh, Derp Lightning. He's Derp Lightning. Go, Derp Lightning, go. Derp uh, he's Lightning. He is Arata in Prince of Stride. He is Hazama in Rage of Bahamut. And he is uh, Mitsugu in Three Leaves, Three Colors. Ben Bryant is not in... I believe he's only got three... Two... He's literally got one other named role. And that is Raphael in Garo the Animation. 
If I oh, and I can't remember who Raphael is. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> okay, Raphael was uh, old. He was a. Uh... Oh God. He was. Yeah, he was Alfonso. Oh yeah, he was Alfonso. He was Alfonso's teacher who died. Oh, oh my God! I love that commentary with him. He's that's actually one of the good commentaries on Garo. Is by the way, Justin Briner is really, really awkward in commentaries. By the way, and it's adorable. That does not surprise me in the slightest. Nope. Um, <laughs> other roles that Ben Bryan has done, he's a. Uh, Toru in uh, Toru Kurosaki in Baka and Test Season 2. He is um, Akira in Fafner Heaven of Earth. He is Izel in Horogilium in Fairy Tale. He is um, the Lord of Sui. He's the Lord of Sui in Snow White with the Red Hair. And he is Azuma in Episode 3 of Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Um, I literally. Can't tell you they were meat shields. That's it. So, yeah, they were there. They took a bullet for their country. They had a cool action scene. And then one guy got punked. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway, yeah, that's about it, guys. Yeah, Anything not much else? to say. I don't, yeah, I don't recognize Ben Bryant, but hey, I appreciate new people getting the time to shine in a press release. Hopefully, yeah, he's yeah. only been in one other show and as a major character, and that was Garo, and I thought he was fantastic in Garo. So, um, <laughs> best of luck to you, anyway, Ben. Anyway, they do. Uh, from they Michi were good at getting dead. <laughs> you either get busy living, or get busy dying. <laughs> I just want jet. I just want roots to say derp lightning go again. Derp lightning. <laughs> I love doing episodes with roots. Go so much. <laughs> to the next section. <laughs> anyway, from, from anyway from the dead guys to the guys causing the death, we have head of doctor and. I literally, I think I literally call them the major and mini S, mini SSS agent <laughs> in my list. Um, and that, and then I guess we're actually going to talk about the actual C. Kyle, the emperor as well. So that is Berkman, and then Rickert and the emperor Otto. His name is Otto, right? Uh, I yeah. guess so. Emperor, I, just, Otto I guess so. I just call him. I guess so. I just called him Emperor Hitler. <laughs> Emperor Hitler. <laughs> okay, so I have him as Major Glasses. That's what I have him listed down. Oh, okay. Um, I have to. Before we go on, I have to ask: Has anybody seen all of the AMV Hells? Oh god, I've seen a lot of them, but I don't think I've seen them all. I think it's in six. I think it's in six. One of my all-time favorite AMV Hell clips. Is it's it's a clip from Conqueror of Shambhala. Yeah, but you know where actual Hitler is a character, right? And <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I I don't care if I'm spoiling Emperor of Shambhala. It's not no, 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 no. It's not that. I don't no, care. no, 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 and do his speech in the bar instead of the actual words coming out 
out of his mouth comes <laughs> next time on the amazing race lordy, lordy. and i just started laughing i think i remember <laughs> that oh my god <laughs> just the clip from the reality tv show next time on the amazing race and that was it and none of my friends around me got the joke and i just started crying <laughs> Yeah, I think anyway. I remember that clip. <laughs> it's just like a five-second clip, and it just goes. Anyway, my uh, predictions for uh, Berkman, Rickart, and Hitler. So far, all I remember is one shot a guy. One looks like the... Okay, Megan, you know boys love stuff. Which one's Seme and which one's Uke? Seme is the one on top, Uke is the one taking it up the bottom. Okay, he looks like an Uke, and then there's Hitler, who's just Hitler, but with Hitler. a sexier bit of hair. Stupid, <laughs> sexy Hitler. Okay, so, okay, I guess I'll do it first. It's, it's, okay, uh, let's see, for Belkman, I said J. Michael Tatum, because... Yeah. I also had J. Uh, Michael Tatum. <laughs> yes, fuck it! <laughs> Okay, uh, for Rickard, I said Dallas Reed because I figured, hey, why not go with someone new? And then for Emperor Hitler, I didn't really have a prediction, but I probably would have said Chris Abbott. <laughs> um, Roots? Uh, let's see here. For Belkman, I had Chuck Huber. For Rickard, Josh Greeley. And I didn't make a prediction for Hitler, but if I had, I'd have probably gotten it right. Yeah, you're. Don't say because you would have actually gotten that one, Andrew. Okay, so I have. Since he already said J. Michael Tatum, I have Ian Sinclair for that guy. The UK, I don't have anybody for. And I had two sort of joke predictions for Hitler. Okay, what were they? Chris Rager and Brian Massey. Damn, those would have been great. Damn. Um, damn. Oh, wait. Um, I had three. Uh, predictions for the major, they were or Berkman, and they. Are you fucking kidding me? I did not know that. Anyway, um, my predictions were Ian Sinclair, Dave Matranga, or Alex Organ for Berkman. Ooh, Alex Organ would have worked. And for Tiny and Tiny Mini SS Agent, or as I think the guys all realized when I took a look at the Japanese class. <laughs> Hitler's little Kaneki. Because um, it's Natsuki Hayane in the Japanese. Um, I had Justin Briner, Dallas Reed, or Josh Greeley. I'm surprised you didn't put Tyndall. I know. Actually, the funny joke about that is um, if it's over in Funimation, it's harder to pin him down. But if you go to LA, it's always Max Middleman. Yeah, pretty much. Because Ben um, <laughs> And then I uh, didn't have a prediction for Hitler, but I probably would have said Sabbath. Mm. So to do them in order of rank, uh, Hail Hitler is Brandon Potter. Berkman is John Bergmeier. And the mini and, uh, oh God, Rickert is Derek Snow. To go over them in order, Brandon Potter is known for basically being a giant gruff bald man and according to him in a commentary came out that way and sounded just like that um he is 
Lise in Appleseed 13. He is Gen in Aquarion and Aquarion Evil. He is Sven Volfield in Black Cat. He is Gazelle in Erika 7AO. He's also he one is... of two deaf characters I know in anime. He is Nick in he is Nick in Gangsta. He is Ishikawa in Ghost in the Shell Arise. He is Barrett in Glassfleet. He is uh, Akuro O in Kirihito in Kamisama Kiss 2. Uro in Carnival. He is Ricardo Solo in Michigo and Hachin. He is Shanks in the Funimation version of One Piece. He is Kenji Harima in School Rumble. He is not that character because I don't know if we're doing a second season of Snow White with the red hair. And he is uh, DJ Condor in We Without Wings. Um, he's also Shinohara, which is one of my favorite roles of him in uh, Tokyo Ghoul, Tokyo Ghoul Rude. John Bergmeier, um, who I actually just found out, is Linda Young's son. Oh, wait, really? Really? I did oh. not know that. Oh, small world. <laughs> um, he, John Bergmeier is mostly known for basically fucking headwriting everything at Funimation. Literally half of his scroll down <laughs> for me was, writer, head writer, head writer, script supervision. He is a... Uh, Chikuma in Basilisk. He is River in Black Cat. He is Joey in Blue Herald. He is Bonze in Chrome Shell Regulus. Tien in Dragon Ball, in the Dragon Ball franchise. Haru in Eden of the East. He's Shigure Soma in Fruits Basket. Jose in Gunslinger Girl. Hajime in Hell Girl. And the most uh, important role of his, every writer in a... F- I said that! Oh, sorry. Is that, is that, wait, no, wait, no, you forgot the actual important one. Karama he's Switzerland and Oh, good God, he's fucking Switzerland and Italia. Time for more chocolate. In a show where we're talking about vaguely not Austria and Switzerland, the Nazi <laughs> doctor plays Switzerland in another show. Yay. God damn it. Which is actually <laughs> analog for World War II. Life imitates art, imitates art, imitates art. It's life. He's a Shishin and Shiki. He is Zirian in Spice and Wolf. He is uh, Father Hugh de Wataru in Trinity Blood. He is Karanma, uh, Kurama in Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, and then, kind of close to my heart, uh, he's Ebisu in Noragami Argoto. And uh, fun fact, he's in one of my favorite old Funimation dubs. Doing a really shitty British accent, he's Eyes Rutherford in Spiral. And then Derek. <laughs> oh, by the way, please watch this. For any. That was my first Chris Bevins note, by the way. Um, for Derek Snow, he is Lowen in Dance with Devils. He is Maximilian in Dragonair Academy. He is Kay in Noreen. He is Aoshima Ao in Prince of Stride. Um,. And he is Yagen in... Oh, whoop, I can't say that because that's a show we might do later. Uh, but Derek Snow is kind of the new guy who's been in mostly shitty, shitty hentai shows. Oh, that reminds me. There's something I wanted to say about this studio. Okay. Izetta is animated by an anim- animation studio named Aja Du, who I had never heard of until this show. And I figured, oh, they must be a brand new studio. It's the opposite. They're a studio that's been around for a long-ass time who has basically made a whole bunch of kid shows 
weird little obscure OVA things. Um, the Genshiken OVA worked on Vampire Hunter D, and the one that actually cracks me up the most, an actual yaoi hentai named Sensitive Pornograph. Oh, good God! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! That's all, folks. Future. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. This podcast is over. I can't go home. Also, I think they Also, I think they do a season of Emma. Nobody cares about that. Sensitive pornographs involved now. I've, I'm assuming you're acquainted. Okay, okay, guys. Guys, she worth her salt is acquainted with sensitive. Uh, uh, okay, guys. I think I think we got too far off topic. We're about to break chat, guys. Let's move it along. Anyway, That's, nothing to see here. Move along. Just look uh, at the pretty. Don't. That's okay. Rabbits, okay. The rabbits. That's okay. So uh, I got the actual show. I'm happy to hear John Bergemeyer again. I am too. I was kind of yeah. surprised. Like, like <laughs> I was kind of. Seriously, what do we need to do to pull John Bergmeyer out of writer's hell? <laughs> I mean, he does a good Make job at what Dragon he does. Ball, I guess. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> oh wait. Oh wait, super's a thing that's coming. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. So. I mean, I, I generally enjoy John Bergmeier in basically everything he's in. Um, if Noragami Aragoto was not a dub you watched, please promptly pull your head out oh, of your ass right. and he you'll was, watch it. He was, oh god, what's his fucking name? Why is this? He's Ebisu. He's Ebisu, yeah, I really liked him as Ebisu. I mentioned that, like... Yeah, he, yeah, she didn't mention it. Andrew, you're fired. I'm very zoned out, I'm sorry. Go home, Andrew, you're okay. drunk. <laughs> Okay, uh, as for the other, that was kind of surprised they cast Brendan Potter's Hitler. That was sort of weird. Yeah, and it was like his Shane's voice, too. <laughs> Somewhere Zenith is, like, crying that Shanks equals Hitler. I mean, it's evil. Actually, he's a pirate. Is evil Shanks redundant? Uh, Not all pirates are evil. There was that one Chinese pirate lady who, like, ran a fucking reverse harem and shit. What? Also, B, by the way, guys, I just learned something in Pokemon Sun and Moon. If you're at home and get into your bed, your mom's Meowth will come kick your ass out. <laughs> it looks like something fell from Meowth's hand. You obtained an awakening. God damn it. <laughs> just like cats in real life. Like... I literally, I literally it was like... Oh, hey, look, I'm back home in this game. It, by the way, this is November 18th. It is not only two days before I turn 25, it is the release date of Sun and Moon, a.k.a. Pokemon Hype Incarnate. And I literally just got woke up by a fucking Cantonese meow giving me an awakening. Fuck you, Game Freak. <laughs> back to Hitler. Back to Hitler. Hitler does a good job. I don't remember Uki Nazi enough to really judge his voice. And John Bergemeyer is a guy I really like and want to hear in more things in general. I want. I think his character is going to do more things. We're just not that far yet. Yeah. Somebody please send Andrew a copy of Spiral. God. <laughs> okay. It's uh, like a luck navigating eBay for dog. that one. I actually have that entire series on box it, by the way. Do not let it out of yeah. your sight. 
Oh no, it's autographed, like personally autographed by Monica and Greg. It will never leave my sight. Only, I believe I actually have John Bergmeier's signature. The answer is yes, I do have his signature on this. Sick. Mm. Okay, uh, so are you ready to move on? I've said my piece on our Nazi brethren. Yes, I've said our piece. Uh, Yeah, looking at this box, I think I have Caitlin Glass on here. I have uh, Sunny Strait. Because Sonny Strait was in this show. Um, I believe I have Chris... Yeah, I have Chris Sabat. Holy If I don't have John Bergmeier... Oh, no, wait, that's Sonny Strait. No, never mind. It's Sonny Strait, not John Bergmeier. I have met John Bergmeier before. Okay. But I actually do have um, Chris Sabat and Sonny Strait on this, and they were, like, really minor characters. So... And here Speaking all of, I have is, is J. Michael Tatum's John Hancock on Summer Wars and my Bacchanal Blu-rays. I don't have anything my, to choose. I'm sad. Um, you'll <laughs> learn in the haul video something I... Because I literally dropped a... I think I dropped almost $400 at Funimation's booth at Yoma. And I basically don't have to go hunting for the half of the Seraph cast anymore. Anyway, moving on from Hail Hitler and stuff. By the way, I don't remember much of anything. And I really hope they do come back, especially John Bergmeier. We are now going to talk about Lottie and Bianca, who can be described as Fine's kind of, what is it? Fine's maid and Fine's closeted lesbian bodyguard. Uh. It's her. So, here's the thing. This was the point where it's kind of like, oh, semi-serious war... World War Two f- fantasy fiction show about war and magic and the power of gay girls. He said it was literally throwing tanks around in the episode before this. Next episode, I want a g- titty statue. Titties, titties, <laughs> do magic, titties. That girl almost. Yep, that girl got, literally yep. di- died due to titties almost. Yeah. Yep. Magical warfare, and then. All of a sudden, drop of a dime, lesbians! No, 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 lesbians are there since episode one. But, like, they, like they, I'm reminded of that, then. of that Shin-Chan episode where, um, where what's-her-name turned into the supervillain when she slept. Oh, yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna go home and watch my, uh, female prison drama. Lesbians! <laughs> Okay, so speaking of which, they they are characters that exist. Exist. A part of Izena's fictional Seriously. harem. Andrew, let me do my job. Oh, sorry, sorry. Anyway, yeah, they're lesbians who exist. Um, literally, literally, when I say magic throwing tanks and teddies, I seriously thought the show was going to go full strike witches and I was going to see, like, some nipples. <laughs> they were. They were on the statue. Yes, no, I meant on on, chi- on women. Mm. Like, that was one thing when I would, when poor 16-year-old me bought Strike Witches, I was like, oh, shit, I should not have bought this. Um, tanks and titties. Tank, tank, titties, titties, tanks and titties. Titties. Tanks, tanks, titties, titties. Titties, tanks, and titties. Anyway, so I actually had no predictions because these two were not in the cast announcement. Uh, they don't literally, they literally, I don't think show up until episode four. I had none either because I made these, like, uh, after episode one or two. 
Yeah, because you said it was one of the... Was, is that a, one of the two-weekers? Eh? Uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, it was one of the two-weekers, but I looked at Wikipedia, so I think I did have something for these two. Uh, let me see. Uh, for Latte, I said Brent Avril, and for Bianca, I said Caitlin Glass, because I assumed Caitlin Glass would be directing this. So. Those are not bad guesses. <laughs> yeah, not bad guesses at all. Uh, Roots? Okay, so... Lottie, I have Don Bennett, because I basically said, eh, you know what, I got a lot of big names in here, let's get somebody who, you know, doesn't quite have that number of name, uh, name roles to their name. And, uh, Bianca Jade Saxon. Because that we need, we have an angry Sundere, get Jade. Bring me the, bring me the one they call... You know, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I, I had basically based all of my casting on the character designs. I had no idea Bianca was going to be the Sundari. <laughs> no You're idea. Like, fuck it, Jade Saxton. Big. It just you look like someone Jade Saxton. That's because basically <laughs> how I do things. Isn't that isn't that our <laughs> job? Oh, so Rooch, you went the full Megan Ar Megan casting Arslan route. Oh. Where I predicted, I literally predicted Arslan never watching an episode going completely on character Google images. I basically have my predictions done in the can before the show's air. <laughs> yeah, you're a crazy Damn. motherfucker like that. By the way, how is your entire cast prediction of Hunter Hunter going? Talk about it. <laughs> don't make don't bring up Rain Man's past. Anyways. I had I had years to get that list. Years. <laughs> it's like everybody has their one traumatic episode that they've done on this show. I think Hunter Hunter is roots. Uh Hunter Hunter and One Punch Man. I really <laughs> I'm not proud of One Punch Man, especially because of the lotto. Mm. Oh, we don't talk about we don't talk about the other lost episode of this show because that's Anyway, we don't have I guess except for uh, Root Jet and well Root, uh, none of us really had predictions, and either then everyone was wrong. Lottie is played by Jill Harris, and Bianca is played by Madeline Morris. Jill Harris has been in a lot more non-anime role things. She is Blitzen in Hero of New Earth. She is... I'm trying to find things that are, like, actually working. She's actually been getting a lot more work lately. Alani, and she's Alani in Battleborn. Uh, in terms of actual anime, she is... Uh, I don't believe we're actually ever doing an episode of it. She's Hanasato in Castletown Dandelion. She is Chio in Disastrous Life of Saki Kai. She is uh, Yume Yume Yeah, Yumeno Yume Uh Hoshino in Planetarian. I uh, can't say that one because Lilac is doing an episode of that, and she would be very sad if I said so. Uh, and she's also Sakura Usada in Three Leaves Three Colors. Okay. Madeline Morris has literally two. 
three, four names characters, one of which I can't say. She is, it's Itsuki in Love Live Sunshine, who I think is like some background character. And she's Sasami Suji in Three Leaves, Three Colors. The And then she's Bianca. And then the last one I can't say is because she is somebody in 91 Days. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, not, but how, I'm not actually going to include her in. So go ahead. Well, well let's okay, not say it anyway. She is she is she the dead mom? No, 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 no. Okay, no, because I've I've watched one episode of Ninety One Days and I had no idea what the fuck was going on. The dead on parents are very specific. We will go into that later. Uh, oh, you know what? Okay. As a project, yeah, gonna tell who the dead parents were. Yeah, let's not go into it. Oh, speaking anyway. of going into personal spaces, let's talk about Jill Harris. She was perfect, honestly. Yeah. She... She's good, but boy, that level of energy is weird in this show. She... I feel like this character isn't one that should actually, like, you know, fucking exist in Izetta. Yeah, yeah, she feels really out of place here. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm not surprised because you know. I mean, at least she's not the childhood character. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, Andrew? It's okay. Calm you, down. You want to fucking kill me ever? Just put a childhood character, make them a Sundere, and fucking end my life. <laughs> anyway, which, to be fair, I mean, I I think she's she's really well done, but um, I think that this character doesn't really fit in. Yeah like, yeah, like, I don't know why this character exists. <laughs> yes. She will die as she, she lives. Sh- smothered in titties. Titty, 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 dance and titties. Tanks and titties. Tanks, tanks, titties. Tanks and titties. Tanks and titties. Anyways, who's the other one again? Okay, the other one was a little lonely bait, I think. No, wait, I thought the lowly maid no, was the one uh, we just Bianca did. Is, Bianca is Sundere, is Sundere bodyguard. Uh, I thought that's what we were talking about. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bian- no, we're talking about Lottie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Who was Lottie again? Lottie's the maid. The maid yeah, that that's, literally I thought that's pulls who we're her shirt to. down. Or up. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, sure is uh, the maid. She <laughs> is a character that exists. <laughs> Yeah, Lottie has no point in actually being in this show, but good neither job, the, Jill Harris. I mean, actually, neither of these. Actually, neither of these two characters really need to exist. Yeah, right. I mean, like, if you really wanted the lesbian overtones, you just needed the main leads just staring into each other longingly, which they do plenty of. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, and then Bianca. Bianca was weird because I didn't know who it was, and I swore to God it was Alex Moore the entire time. Almost sounds like Morgan Barry to me for some reason. Oh my roommate! Oh my roommate! Maybe kind of like a mix of them. Oh my roommate's drunk. But for me, Morgan Barry, I can at least kind of tell where Morgan Barry is because she has more of a rasp to her voice. Or I've just been listening to way too much of Johanne, aka Best. That's basically why I heard her voice. Oh, you heard a lot of Johanna in yeah. it? Yeah, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I can kind of see it, too. I mean, I, I feel like Bianca is maybe a little bit more weaker in performance than Lottie, though. 
because Jill Harris like really makes Lottie come alive, and Bianca comes off a little stiff at points. Yeah. Okay. And this is, I guess, where, where Roots can, uh, Jet kind of comes from, where it's, like, weird casting choices. I'm back. That, Welcome back. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just weird casting choices, more, like, weird direction for me, but... I'd say <laughs> that, too. Actually, there was one part that annoyed me, where I thought there was this really weird, fakish laugh from uh, Lottie. Like, seemed really, like... Weird needed like sounded like I don't know. By the way, can we talk about the fact that this happened in the same episode a guy died? Yes! <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah, they're like by the way, full on spoilers, the beginning of this episode. So dad's dead. Dad's dead, dad's dead. Dad dad's dead, dad's dead. <laughs> it's like, by the way, uh my dad's dead and we're gonna announce it at my coronation. I mean, it's political stuff, which is basically like Code Geass. On one hand, politics. On the other hand, titties. By the way, I'll give the show props. Unlike Code Geass, these women actually look like they can walk. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. That's, yeah I, I, I guess that's true. Have you seen <laughs> those waists? That's, 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 okay, to be fair, no, none of the plant design makes sense. They're clamp. <laughs> the, the, the boys look like noodle people. Oh. The girls. And because you brought up Code Geass. <laughs> and because you brought up Code Geass. I'm at soup. What do you mean you're at soup? I'm at soup. Go to the next aisle. There's more soup. What store are you in? I'm at the soup store. Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, purple. Uh, 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 so are we ready to move on? <laughs> uh, I, I guess. Lesbian harem's uh, weird, but they're fine, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, also, unlike Code Geass, women in this show don't fuck themselves on tables. But, oh, um, golly gee willikers. Speaking yeah. of fucking titty grabbing titty. I mean, they do, they do yeah. grind on a hot piece of metal. Yeah. Yeah. How, seriously, how is her cooch not on fire after? Oh god, you're right! That thing was low- she shot that gun! She wasn't wearing right, anything under that medical it's dress! That. Her cooch is probably on fire! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Megan, 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 hang on, Megan. No, like, I, like, honestly, like, in high place- no, 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 hang on, hang on. Honestly, in hindsight, the fact that she was running on the burning. Hang on, hang on, hang on. To be fair, to be fair, Izetta probably has a fire crotch. Andrew. Get out! No. No. <laughs> Don't you applaud yourself, you piece of shit! Don't applaud that piece of shit! I like Citizen no, Kane man. right now. Go into your corner, man. That's that's awful. No. Hey, she's a redhead. It works. I just, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror, and I actually am right. And I want you to take your hand and smack yourself as hard as you can across the face. That was bad. Okay. There's a mirror right there. 
Harder. Right. I hope you're proud of yourself. Eh. Just say it, Roots. Just do the we're sorry thing again. We're sorry. We're sorry. Not really, because God, that you know, this is probably damaged. Anyway. This is coming from the guy who said your sister calls me Onichan too. Oh God! <laughs> Remember that. That's <laughs> uh, 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 okay, guys. Uh, we're we're almost an hour in, so we we got to. I think we're actually close to done. <laughs> now that I think about it, we're we're actually getting through this pretty quickly, by the way. <laughs> oh wow! Because <laughs> the next thing, the next people we're talking about are Elvira, sadly not the Mistress of Evil. Because that would have made this show ten times more entertaining. And Sigheart Sig Mueller. Um, I had absolutely no predictions for either of these. But before we even talk about this, I would like to point out that Elvira is from the United States of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> which only wants me to which only makes me think that in this yeah. universe. The ancestors of Childish Gambino are actually president. <laughs> that's, 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 okay, uh, yeah. Basically, and you thought you would had to wait for Obama to have a black man as president. Uh. <laughs> Basically, I just remember Elvira, the character who really didn't need to exist here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness. <laughs> The whole that whole scene washy, washy. is basically about using Izetta as like a piece of propaganda. No, 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 like no, like yeah, like like in context it was fine. It was just that. In context, it like, works why? fine. Out of context, she was fine. She was fine until she started grabbing some titties. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna make some propaganda out of titties. I mean, she's not fine. She's Izetta. <laughs> Uh, get out. Anyway, anyway, everything was great until the Washi Washi Nation attacked. Um, okay, um. Sieg, Sieg can be described as I don't get paid enough for this shit. Real talk, who is Sieg? Sieg is the. is Captain Downer, who is the one that thinks that they gotta put Izetta's ass on posters. Oh, that guy. He's the black coat guy. That fucking guy. Okay. Um, I try to think. I don't think I had a prediction for him, but for Elvira, I said Alexis Tipton. I could say Alexis Tipton. <laughs> I had no predictions for either of them, but if I had to pick somebody for Elvira, I probably would have picked Colleen or Jamie Markey. I would have. I would have. Uh, if I picked, I think I probably would have gone Morgan Garrett. Um, and then in terms of seeing, I would have. Probably said, um, probably Alex Oregon or Dave Matranga for him as well. I'd, I'd pick um, Chuck Huber because he plays a character named Hie, and you could say it's Sieg Hie. No, not the. Get out! God. We're done. We're done. We're done. Close the episode. Andrew, We're out of here. Your punishment is 10. Andrew, your, ten your punishment is 10,000 years dungeon. One million years dungeon seems more sufficient. <laughs> One million years dungeon, where your eyes will be forcibly opened like a clockwork orange, where you must watch a four kids dubbed and edited version of every show you love. Oh god. Starting with My Hero Academia. Oh god. This is Dennis. And this is his bully Brad. Oh god. Bakugo would totally look like a Brad. 
<laughs> I'm laughing because I hope, I can actually I hope see you that. feel dirty. Speaking of feeling and I dirty. Want you to know... Don't you segue while I'm punishing oh. you. Get back. I hope you feel dirty. By the way, the dinosaurs die because you touch yourself at night. I've made peace with that. <laughs> anyway, I guess, can I reveal who plays this before Andrew sends us more into hell? Yes. Oh, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Um... Ian Sinclair is Sieg, uh, and I also have Colleen as Elvira. Okay, you can go. By the way, at least this time he isn't on Tumblr looking through the Azetta tag for porn. I'm kind of proud of him. Good on him. Hmm. And now we've just given him an idea, haven't we? Yes. I actually didn't even think of checking that tag, by the way. Anyway, well, well... Quickly. Tiny, tiny devil over here goes to get shit. Elvira <laughs> is played by Tia Ballard, and Sieg is played by Christopher Weckamp. Tia Ballard is obviously known as that fucking annoying blue cat. Happy. You mean the adorable blue <laughs> cat. <laughs> what? Ooh, I found a bountiful gift that I will send you people in a few minutes. Good Jesus Christ. Anyway, back to Tia Ballard. Uh, she is... Sete in You Never Thought There Was a Girl Online. She is Sanzaka in Aquarian Evil. In Shoko in Aquarian Logos. She's Ume in Bento. She is... Can't say that one because we're doing an episode for that thing. Uh, personally, one of my favorite lo- roles, Aligula in Blood Clock... Blood Clock... <laughs> Blood Cockade Battlefront. Blood Blockade <laughs> Battlefront. She is Eris in Cat... She's Eris in Cat Planet Cuties. She's Maya in a certain uh, certain scientific railgun. She's uh, Takao in Defrag. She is Nero in Dance in the Vampire Bun. Uh, I can't say who she is for that show. She's Yoshio Yoshino slash Hermit in Day Day Live. She's uh, Chiho Sasaki in The Devil is a Part Timer. Good Jesus Christ! Here we go. Goodbye, princess. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hell yeah. God, God damn, damn it, Andrew. That was great. We're putting that in the episode God. now. Um, oh, where was I? Tia Ballard. Uh, she's obviously fairy tale and happy. She's Elizabeth Mabley in Freezing and Freezing Vibration. She's Garm in Garo. She's um, Hare in Guilty Crown. She is uh, Nanami in Kamisama Kiss, one of her best roles. Eliska in Carnival. She is Rachel in Lynn Barrels of Iron. She's Kor- Okumari in Little Busters. She is... T- of course, she has a name. Tidia in Lord Marksman and Vanities. Because, of course. She's, she's Becky in Noreen. Um, she's Mari in Prison School. She's uh, Amara in Rage of Bahamut. She's Rin in Rideback. She's in a lot of things, and... Megumi and Shiki, uh, Misora because somebody had to be in Sky Wizards, um, and Maya because somebody had to be in World Break. Um, Chris Wakeamp is uh, Tenka in Laughing Under the Crowd, Laughing Under the Clouds, Takara in Tokyo Ghoul Route A. Uh, he is somebody in Overlord. He is somebody in Joker's Game. And he's one that I didn't know, and because Andrew was in this episode and we couldn't figure him out when we recorded it, 
Andrew, remember how we couldn't figure out who played um, Chris Bevins' older brother in Servamp? Oh, yeah. Who was that? Guys? Mm -hmm. Andrew. Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, my mic was muted. Uh, yeah, shit. Actually, I, d I did... I did... He is Mikunin. He is actually Mikunin in Surveil. Oh, okay. That's who that was. Uh, how do we feel about them? Uh, Sieg is actually a character I really like the voice of. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do like Christopher Camp and kind of hope he ends up in more stuff later. Uh, uh, yeah, his performance is pretty good. Tia Ballard does a good job for a character that doesn't really do I did not know that was Tia Ballard, which is pretty bad. Uh, I could kind of hear it in the, uh... I could kind of hear it. I, I knew it was familiar. I just couldn't quite piece it together, because usually she's the cutesy type and not the bodacious type, which I think worked for her. It was interesting. It just... I don't know. She, she does a good job playing a rude, crude, blonde American that is very handsy. From the United States of Atlanta. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Atlanta. Oh, man. She probably listens. She probably listens to Run the Jewels all the time. <laughs> My only question is, does she use the Marta? <laughs> I'm not saying what Marta stands for. If according to my kind of racist friends who live there. But I think it's like Metro Atlanta Rapid Transit thingy. By the way, something I learned while I was in Atlanta stuck for three hours the day before election day. Did you learn CNN is fucking everywhere? Yes. I had to literally sit in a terminal three hours the day before election day watching Donald Trump coverage. Uh, okay, 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 I hate you, Andrew. I was saving that. You know, what point. I was gonna say is that there's actually a train that runs under the Atlanta airport to get you to different terminals. They've got a fucking train. I also learned for some reason that a 59-minute flight to Tampa requires a 747 to them. Ooh, that's rough. Thanks, Delta. Oh, speaking of rough, the Corgi is the best Oops. character in this show. <laughs> and he's also voiced by Mike McFarlane. He's voiced by Mike Question. McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> Question, guys. The fact that we're... Mike McFarland and Mike McFor McFarland as the Corgi versus Tyler Walker as the dog from Sunshine. Debate. Don't one ha one has a bandana, the other has a glow sticks. That's a tough battle. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoyed for how, like, the longest time, Roots' icon was just the oh, dog ready to race. That was my favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> Roots, can we get that back, please? I'll see what I can do. Uh, uh... I think my favorite icon I've got running right now is just pouting Yuri, and then, um, Jamal as the warden from, from Nambaka. <laughs> 
Oh god. I think Jet, you're like permanently lapis or something. Yes, I, uh, yeah, I just decided to go with lapis for like forever. Lapis is basically <laughs> Saitama. <laughs> yeah, basically. When she says that, but anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I really liked Chris Wakem in the show, like, surprisingly a lot. I was really like, damn, I could really get behind this guy as a character, like, how he's the dissenter and how he's very kind of cold and comes off like that. Because he's thinking for the good of not Switzerland. And then Elvira is Elvira. She is a... She's good at propagandizing the... That ass. <laughs> My only hope is that her propaganda poster is just Izetta's ass with, like, a bunch of the lines being, like, invest bonds in this ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but I can actually see that happening. <laughs> Dear, dear Germanian bastards, that... <laughs> ram this rod up your asses. White witch on the streets? <laughs> Red witch in the sheets. <laughs> Is it time to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are pretty fine, we have Princess Okay, Fide. nope, nope, nope. Her name no, we're, is we're not... not. Princess All right, let him Fine. do it. Excuse okay, me. Okay, guys, 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 take bets on how hard he fucks us up. Hardy? 10 out of 10. Hardy? 10 out of 10 would fuck up again. <laughs> did you just call... Hey, did guys. Did you just call me Hardy? No, you're not good enough for that. Oh, damn. Okay. <clears throat> I burned you harder than that. Wait, 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 wait. Let him do it. <laughs> Ortfine Frederica von... E Orfine <laughs> Frederica von Eichstadt. God damn it, I had it, almost all of it. Orfine Frin. Okay, I gotta do this now. Orfine Fredeca von Elstadt. Fredeca? I don't know how she got it. I don't know how she got it. Fredeca. Fredeca. I'm pretty sure it's Frederica. Orfine Frederica von Elstadt. I can do it just fine. princess actually like yeah fine is actually not fucking useless she's the political leader basically 
She negotiates her own marriage deals. Yeah, but from what I understand, later on in the show, she... I don't know. ...quote-unquote, oh. does nothing wrong. Is, is I don't actually know what happened past episode 4, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know what happens past episode 4 either. Anyways, As, basically, she, uh, Fine is pretty badass in the early episodes, and Izetta is kind of a badass and really wants to go down on the royal throne. It's, it's, okay, okay, we'll, we'll get to that one. Anyway, uh, for Fine, Ice, and Morgan Garrett. I had a couple of predictions for Fine. I had four predictions for Fine. I actually. also had four. Um, uh, Andrew, you okay. first. <clears throat> Caitlin Glass, Brina Palencia, Trina Nishimura, and Colleen Clinkenbeard. I could have seen all this. Okay. Anyway, um... Uh, Roots, did you say your predictions? Uh, not yet. Um, I basically had, um... You know what, I'm gonna wait until it's Zeta, because they were basically interchangeable for me. Fair enough. Okay, you, yeah, okay, fair enough, I'll let you do that. Uh, I had predictions for Fine and Zeta, and... Uh, at least... Oh, no, I did have uh, completely separate ones. My Fine predictions were Sarah Ragsdale, Ryan Reynolds, Morgan Berry, or Megan Shipman. Oh, you you were kind of in an interesting place with that. Oh, I forgot my Zeta predictions. Hmm. We're not doing oh, Zeta right sorry. now. Unless we want to combine I think we were combining them. Is that okay with you guys? I thought we were. Yeah, we might as well. I mean, Zeta. I guess Zeta to go over Zeta is... Um, she's a witch. I mean, they, she's the witch. Um, I, I really enjoy her character because she's just like, uh, I've been told to live. I don't know, her character is really doing it for me right now. <laughs> I mean, I can see where she's coming from where she's like, oh yeah, no, no, I no, can't no. do this because I'm going to go break grandma's things and I'm going to do it. Yes, I feel like she could be interesting, but they're taking too long to get to the point. I, well, I mean, <laughs> the point was in episode three with all those lances and swords. That's that. That's that. That's that. I know. You know what I meant. I know what you meant. I. <laughs> you just want her to be gay as fuck, don't you? You mean she isn't? <laughs> Gayer than fuck. I mean, I want her to fuck. That's already gay. I mean, I mean, in 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 the words of my own favorite saying, if you want to watch two chicks almost make out, go watch a Kyoto Annie show. If you want to watch two dudes always make out, go watch a Wit Studio show. If you want to watch That's both, a pretty smart. But if you want to watch a show where women actually do make out, watch a Sayo Yamamoto show. If you want to watch a show where two, I can't yep, say it. I trapped you in not that yet. one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Anyway, and if you also want to see nipples, go watch a Yamamoto. You're show. not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Andrew. The Kuroko's basketball. The Kuroko's basketball. The fridge. Why are his nipples hearts? I don't know. <laughs> Same Coke taste. Zero calories. <laughs> you think you're better than me just because you're better I'll than me? I'll kill you. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, uh, so on topic. Izetta. Uh... <laughs> Who has predictions for Izetta? For Izetta, I also feel, by the way, Izetta, uh, out of all the main characters who actually deserve to exist in this show, 
I will agree more with Jet that she's kind of the weakest character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, anyway, uh, for Izetta, I said Sarah Wheaton has to. Okay, I had three for Izetta. I had Alexis Tipton, <laughs> Felicia Angeal, and Megan Shipman. Uh, Roots, you want to do, because you said your Izetta and your uh, Princess Fuddruckers is pretty much tandem. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was hard to put them in their positions, but basically uh, Monica Rial and Jamie Markey. Okay, I could do that. Damn, you went like straight gay. <laughs> you went harmony gay. I mean, this yeah. show this show is hard to get them to stay in their proper positions. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I'm, I was so ready for this. I was so ready for this. Anyway, my predictions for Princess uh, for Izetta. I also had uh, Sarah and Whedon half and Megan Shipman. But I also had Michelle Rojas. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Alright, so time for all of us to be fucking wrong. Um, for Princess Fuddruckers, which I refuse to call her by her actual name now. Um, it is Princess Fuddruckers. I really like Princess Fuddruckers. <laughs> Shit, okay. Who does her? I mean, aside from Azetta. <laughs> so Princess Fuddruckers is played by Mallory Rodick. To which I believe Rock, uh, why do I want to say Roxanne? Lilac actually got this one right in her predictions. And Skylar, and Izetta is played by Skylar McIntosh. To go over Mallory Roddick, she is, uh, Apricot in, um, and you never thought there was, she's Stripper Mage from Neto J. Yeah, I actually really like her in that. That's, ah. mm -hmm. oh, I it. seriously, why the fuck was, that's another argument for another day. She is Orsola, uh, Orsola Aquinas in A Certain Magical Index 2. She is Rose Weiss in High School DxD Born. She is Kinua uh, in Naragami Aragoto. She is Shigori in uh, Sarah for the End in uh, Sarah for the End Battle of Nagoya. She's, um, if you've watched Sarah for the End, she is the ninja that follows Gurren around. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, she is... She is Miyuki in Shomin Samples. She is Minami in Tokyo ESP. And she was uh, Yamato Tone in Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Um, and then in terms of Skylar McIntosh, she is Seirei Fuyoshi in A Certain Magical Index in The Certain Magical Index, The Miracle of Endemion. She is Jessica Valentine in Dragonair Academy. Uh, she was Sayori. Uh, Sayori in Seraph for the End Battle of Nagoya and Seraph for the End uh, Vampire Reign. Uh, Sayori, I believe, is the the one with the paper sword. Yeah, she's the one with the paper sword. Because then that leaves Punchy as Trina Nishimura and then Dank Commander and then Shinya, a.k.a. Tiger Mom. Anyway, uh, she's the one with the paper sword. It is the one where, um, if you remember where Kamizuki and you got handcuffed to each other, she was the teacher in that episode. Oh. Oh, and okay. she is unfortunately the other survivor of Enride. <laughs> I just hear somebody <laughs> booing in the background. <laughs> That's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> she was the oh, other survivor goodness. of Enride. Woo! That's my drunk roommate. <laughs> Misha. Um, is he the guy that has the same birthday yes. as me? Good on him. 
So, how do we feel about Fine and Zeta? Jet, I know you have words. I have words about Fine. Okay, um, I guess I'll go first. You're on the spot, buddy. Okay, uh, as far as Molly Rudak and Speedy go, I think she's fine. I mean, she does a good job of sounding like a certain princess. Uh, as for Skyler back in town, uh, it sounds really stiff to me. Like, really stiff. <laughs> How stiff are we talking? We talking stiff as a board or stiff as, um... Fines. Hmm. Are we talking stiff as a board or as stiff as Fine's dad? Oh, oh, that went in a very different direction. I was trying. Even I was going to go that far. I was trying Even to I'm go for dead. lewd. You were going for dead. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Da 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 da. As if, as if talking about Hitler, vaginas burning, wasn't bad enough. Talking about necrophilia is what's gonna kill it. Good night, everybody. Okay, let. All right. Okay, 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 yeah, but anyway. I don't think I'd go that far because there's a lot of weird performances in this, but I I, I think I, I definitely hear what you're saying about Izetta. I think she sounds a little bit weird, though I do appreciate that Skylar basically booked a lead role because I do like her voice and I want to hear her more things. I really like Fine a lot. I think she's easily like the standouts in this dub to me she's I, I i like all i really know of mallory rodak was of neto gay and i thought she was like a weird princess type in that already but kind of rich and weird so it was interesting to hear her pull the princess authoritarian type into like a dramatic role and i actually think she does a pretty splendid job already like I, I'm kind of been vastly impressed. The only time I thought it was a little weird was uh, crying over her dad. Because crying over her dad, to me, sounded too much like laughing. Ah, uh, yes. I thought that was weird and maybe a little nitpicky, but it sounded more like laughter to me than crying. Aside from that, I actually think Fien uh, Mallory Rodak as Fine is pretty spectacular. I don't share the same sentiment on Fine. Um, I think it's okay. Um, it's a performance that's happening, but I don't get a lot of emotion out of it. I don't feel anything out of the performance. And I don't know if it's Mallory Rodick or the writing. Because I, I too enjoyed Mallory Rodick in Neto J. The dub was probably the most enjoyable part of that shit stain of a show. I don't think um, the I don't think the writing is really at fault for this one. I think more or less it might be direction. And I like Kyle Phillips it's just, too. It's just, 
And I like Kyle Phillips dubs. I mean, I, I enjoyed the train wreck that is Dance with Devils. Um, like I said, I just think he, he's definitely a newer guy. He's a little more experimental and willing to give new talent a uh, shot in the spotlight, which is very prevalent in a lot of shows. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I, I, yes, and I agree with that. It's just, for a character like Fine, where you are seeing other characters around her have a such a strong emotional reaction to her words, the fact that I'm not feeling that as a viewer is a bit of a, a letdown, if, if I can say that. Um... In terms of Izetta, I feel the same way, though. I think Izetta is a bit weaker as a voice um, as well. I feel like she is a little stilted and she is a little um, off-putting. I don't think they're bad performances, but I wouldn't say they are are of the quality I expect now, of all things to say, from simuldubs slash broadcast dubs, Um, especially from newer people. Um, if this was me from about a year and a half ago, I would be a little less harsh. But, but in saying that, um, I mean, we've had performances. (laughs) Damn it, Andrew. Stop posting gay gifts. No. Um. Ah, come on. Now, please continue. I said, Andrew, stop posting gay gifts. Roots, you are good to Roots, go. you're a good boy. I am not. Please continue, Megan. Yeah. Yeah, Roots, you didn't offend. Roots, you didn't offend everybody's sensibilities tonight. Ain't I a snicker? Night. At least not yet. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I don't. Be, I feel like if this was me from about a year and a half ago, I I wouldn't give be as harsh. But in that time, we have seen people like. Justin Briner come along, like Bryn April, like Sarah Wiedenhaf, like Jeannie Tirado, like um, Dallas Reed. Hell, I'd even throw in the human fucking Garmin into this one. Even Garrett Storms has gotten a lot better. Um, But I feel, and I don't know if it's that Mallory and Skylar haven't been in enough things. I mean... Mallory's been in a, sh- a show that, granted, wasn't very good, but she was really good in it, and it was probably one of the more enjoyable characters. Um, I think that both of these these ladies have a lot of good in them, but I don't think the directing is as strong as it needs to be, potentially, and that's what's kind of failing them. Yeah. I think that's, a, I think that's fair. Um, I mean, I feel like... And this is no offense to Kyle to Kyle Phillips, who I think has done good directing for things. Um, of course, Lost thinks he's directed now. I have to pull them back up. I mean, looking at directing, I mean, Dagashikashi was... I didn't personally watch Do- Dagashikashi, though. Um, but for those of you who did, Dagashikashi was fine, I, I, right? I had some <laughs> words with, like, Hardy on a certain character, but I actually did quite enjoy... Uh, Sarah Ragsdale and Tabitha Ray in that. I mean, um, we can't say this show because one, it's one none of us have actually watched all the way through, um, and we don't want to spoil who it was. Um, I mean, most of the, I mean, aside from the writing, uh, most people really liked Ultimate Otaku Teacher. He was also the ADR director of Ultimate Otaku Teacher. Um, most of us liked Dance with Devils. 
Um, I can't say the quality of the show and ride was any good, but uh, dub wise, guys, was it okay? I didn't watch it, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Did everybody just skip Enride for their own sake? It, it's basically an anime that existed on a piece of string it, and lint. Um, that first episode I mean, like, was he... good. <laughs> That's about all I watched. And then um... it just went downhill from there. Um, but I mean, it's not like he Kyle is a bad director, and and I I I, I guess I'm gonna end my tangent here and let roots or jet or somebody else talk because i don't want to move straight into final thoughts with that and just walk over mm-hmm. everybody yeah so, oh, wait actually i didn't think we heard roots opinion um i i honestly <laughs> thought they were both a little stiff <laughs> and you know part of me kind of figured is zeta was done that way intentionally because she's not really accustomed to being around people and all that. But Fine, in particular with her speeches and mourning her dead father, it just kind of sounded a little awkward. I like the fact that it was little lesser-known actors who were put in those roles, but, uh, you know, give it a little more time and they will probably be a lot better, but, yeah. I want to hear both of them in more things and more title roles. I just definitely feel like some of the direction of this dub in general is a little more uh, awkward and stiff than I feel like it should be. Mm. And, and I guess that's gonna... Is everybody good talking about Izetta and Fine and Fuddruckers, I mean? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I, hang on. I will end this by saying, hey, look, I finally found something lewd in this tag. And it's her kissing the, yeah. the scar on the side of her, which is actually kind of super adorable. Hang on, I need to talk about something for a quick second. There is a character in, like, her flashback of when she's getting attacked by the villagers and when Fine takes the hit and gets the scar from her. Oh god, you would bring this and up. Basically, there is a certain character voiced by a certain somebody that says, We don't allow drifters in our town. But up, up, but up, up. <laughs> no, actually, it's uh, somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it's that person, Taylor. that person. We can't say who we can't exists. say because some of us in here are in that episode. Hint, hint, hint. Wake, wake, nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge. Forget I said Anyway, that. Uh, nudging our hint, hint, wink, winking, and nudge, nudging our way into our final thoughts. Um, honestly, I think the biggest thing that Izetta suffers from in terms of a dub is that it its direction leaves a lot to be desired. Um, this isn't us saying that, no, this is a bad dub. It's just that in terms of what you expect from broadcast or simul- fucking, I'm calling it broadcast dubs. F- fight me, Miles and Justin and everybody. Um, um, I, ex- I, I can't believe I'm saying this literally only uh, not even at the two-year mark of this program i expect better a fair assessment okay (laughs) and i mean and i mean this in the sense that as i mean izetta is not a bad show izetta is just like like, 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 like
I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, given that it was kind of like the big, flashy show of the season, I sort of expected this to be a higher More tier. More prestige project. Uh, so, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but then, yeah, but then when I realized we're probably on the timetable, it makes sense. I said like this was probably done at the last minute because of the. I don't think it was done at the last minute. I, 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 I mean, I mean, maybe not last minute, but they might have like had other people on other shows by that point. So. Right, or <laughs> you, like you think other stuff was in the pipeline sh- beforehand, and this one came a little yeah. later. I mean, yeah, that's we, what I'm we thinking. We knew Drifters was in the pipeline. We knew Drifters was in the pipeline. We knew we were getting Drifters. Fuck it. I mean, in terms of everything, and I say it like, and what I was trying to get this is, Izetta isn't a bad show. I would just say it's kind of middle of the road. It's kind of the Servamp kind of level show of this season where Servamp isn't a bad show, but in, in in the review, the full review I did of Servamp, I described Servamp as "Gee, that happened." Yeah. I, um. Uh, to which Izetta to me is "Gee, that happened." That's what uh, I've watched of it. Uh, uh, okay, we'll say this. Like, it, it started off really strong, which surprised me because, as, uh, because as some people know by this point, I'm not a fan of the guy who's writing it like at all. You went in expecting <laughs> uh, a train wreck from day one. <laughs> yeah, like I was supposed to read. A train wreck from day one, so I was surprised that I actually liked the first two episodes. And the first episode and included then, a train. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yep. And then it's on. I mean, choo-choo. Yep. And then it's on to get into two touchy, grabby, cute girls things. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it's still okay. It's not a train wreck, which is surprising. But, uh, it's, uh, but it definitely could have been a bit more. I'll, I'll say my thoughts on both the show that I've seen so far and the dub that I've seen so far. As for the dub itself, I'm, I'm more forgiving. I will use that it is like exper- it is more experimental and it's giving a lot of new talent or unheard of talent or old talent that hasn't had a chance to shine a chance to play some new characters again, which I'm always a fan of. For a lot of people... Like, seriously, seriously, fucking cast John Bergman. Cool. Because I know a lot of people like to complain about Funimation always using the same actors, and this is a show that sure as shit does not use the same actors, and I respect that for it. But I definitely feel like, even though like it's written good and I do like the director, it feels a little bit awkward in certain areas. Like, not bad. And this is, this is all stuff. All the things we are saying can and probably will be addressed or t- fine-tuned for the proper home video release but as of its current state of the current broadcast simul dub that we are currently reviewing it's a little awkward and stiff as for the show itself i think it's got the setting fucking down pat it's really cool i really like the pseudo world war ii stuff i like the ma- the way the magic actually looks and all of the, the ways Izetta uses her magic is cool as shit. Using a rifle as a broom is awesome. Even though it's going to burn your Even if it's going to give her the fire cross she already had. But that's aside the point. That's aside the point. Burn your hoo Anyways, 
Good God. I think her powers are cool, anyway. and the setting is amazing. I really like the World War II setting. I really like Fine's, like, setup as, like, a princess of her nation. And I do, in general, like the aesthetic and the World War II era it's trying to convey. I think that's cool, but I think right now, where I'm at, this is a show that doesn't quite know what it wants to be. I don't know what this show wants to be. It at all. I know it wants to be lesbians. That's the only thing that's clear, is it's very clearly lesbians. It, and I, it's very clearly... Now, I, I think it's like... I think it's like the writer saw Maria the Virgin Witch and figured, hey, I can do that. Except <laughs> without all the things that made Maria the Virgin Witch good. I, I think... <laughs> yeah, basically, if I, can, if I can say this, though, please go watch Maria the Virgin Witch, which is a I really do. I actually really... You know what, fuck it. I do, I do like Maria the Virgin Witch a lot. I had a debate with Hardy the other day where he's like, who would win, Maria or Izetta? And it's like... I, Okay, you can go read their feeds, because I was trying to make a point, and I kept getting interrupted. I, wait, actually, was um, still... Okay, let me wrap this up. This is a very interesting show. It's got a cool aesthetic. I do like a lot of the character designs, and I do think the pseudo-Yuri stuff is cool as shit, and some of the action, when it gets to the action, is really cool. But this is a show I don't quite understand what it wants to be, what it's trying to be, or where it's going, and that is interesting... But it's also worrying because, as as Jet has brought up to me, this is a guy that can basically make a train wreck at the tip of a hat if you're not careful. So I don't know where this is going to go. You never go full Code Geass. Is that, is that, no, no, that, that, no, you never go full Guilty Crown. Oh, you never go full <laughs> to Guilty Crown. To quote the once. famous fan translation, hopefully this show will not be this shit again. Can we offend Roots, by the way, by shitting on Guilty Crown once more? Huh? Nothing, never mind. Anyway, back to my point, which is this. Not even talking about the show, because honestly, I'll probably finish Shizetta when the dub is done. Um, I expect better from middle-of-the-road shows, because if a show like Neto J, which I find to be utter garbage can have a really good dub. If a show like fucking Sky Wizards can have a competent dub. If a show like Chaos if, Dragon can have a competent dub. Competent dub. And I, I'm trying to go by just broadcast dubs, by the well, way. Oh, okay, okay, that's um, fair, that's fair. I mean, there are bad shows. There are, there are, there are garbage. I, I don't, and I, I mean, I don't want to call them that. Like, show mean sample, not a very good show, very good dub. Um, I hate to shit on this show, but Man Globe up and shit itself as it died. Gangsta, a fucking train wreck of an anime, had a fantastic dub. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Rest in peace, Man Globe. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, to be fair, that wasn't the show that actually killed it. It was uh, Samurai Flamenco. Okay. Fuck you, Annie Samurai Plex. Flamenco killed... <laughs> Samurai Flamenco killed Manglobe and made it take Gangsta down with it. Um, but, um, my point is, is... There's the lewds. Anyway, um, my point is this. Show Me Sample, I believe, was Aaron Dismute, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, probably. 
think that was the first show. That was his first ADR, yeah. So yes. he did, and it wasn't even that bad. Um, I mean, but look at the, the people who directed those other shows. Show me an example. Aaron Dismuke, even if it was his first time, did a really good job. Sky Wizards Academy, Felicia and Jill had a great person to train her in, Mike McFarlane. Did a really good job. Um. Oh, God. Uh, Netoje was Chris yes. George? Yes. Yep. Chris fucking George! Great director! I don't think I've disliked anything D. Gray Man yet. Hollow. I don't watch DeGray Man because DeGray Man's dub doesn't exist. That's a conversation. Okay, 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 I'll be fair. It's not actually his fault because it's mostly because they kept those bad casting decisions. So I can't entirely blame him for that. Yeah, that was that was somebody else's fuck up from years ago that they were just like, screw it, we have to keep it now because one of them is really famous for the show. Um because one of these people won't let it go. Um but my point is this. I expect better from broadcast dubs. I, I, I really do. And I feel like... And I, and I don't... And this is why I was hesitant to call Izetta experimental. I call Izetta a tester. Because experimental is what Sunny straight throws at you. Survamp is an experimental dub. This is not to me. This is... We're gonna... We're gonna daintily wade our feet into the W waters... With our little with our little wingies on and see where it takes us. I think in it's... some cases, by the end of the show, you're going to have the fucking boys from Free, and in some cases, you're gonna have Leo letting go of the piece of wood and slipping into the ocean. But okay, I think it's as what Hardy would say. It's kind of training wheels. I think I think that's it's, a good that's a good use. It's training. Yeah, that's good. Word. I was actually gonna use that term. <laughs> I mean. You're, the kid's either going to learn how to ride his bike, or he's going to fall on the ground and cry. Or he's going to die. So, or, he, no, or he's going to run straight to So, to sum up what I think you're saying quickly, is even in shows... Oh, sorry. Even in shows you don't like, you feel like a lot of broadcast dubs still sound pretty solid, even when they're experimental or trying different things, and you're kind of disappointed that this one sounds as rough as it does, comparatively. Yeah, yeah, basically. Especially for how long, how far along in the timeline we are. Okay, I think that's a good thing to wrap it up. So I guess uh, it's time to promote Izetta the Last Witch. If you are interested in watching Izetta the Last Witch, you can watch the Japanese subtitled version over on Crunchyroll. If you want to watch it in the dub, as we have been doing, you can do it at... I'm actually... I'm barely sorry because I don't have the, date, the time for streaming up. Uh, Izetta the Last Witch It goes Witch up is on Wednesdays, Wednesdays at, at 10 9.30. Yeah, Wednesdays. Wednesdays at 10. I don't know 10. when it goes up for the sub. Yeah, Wednesday yeah, I, is, I, is, I think the sub is Saturday uh, morning. Yeah, I think I don't know the yeah, sub. Yeah, Saturday morning, like yeah, like Saturday morning at like eleven. Also, B, I did yeah. not realize that when the fuck is Token Rambo? Oh, Token Rambo Kanamaru is on Saturday on Thursdays. I did not know that. Um, or you could just do what most people like to do and just wait for it all to be yeah, out. Yeah, or you can just it. wait for it all to be out. Um, but if you are interested in it, uh, you can always go ahead and watch it there. Um, Funimation.com now being buddied up with Crunchyroll means 
If you just want to watch your stuff in English, you can just subscribe to Crunchyroll. I meant Funimation. If you just want to watch your subs because you're a sub purist who isn't an asshole when rubbing it in our faces, you can just subscribe to Crunchyroll or sign up for their free service. To which, stop pirating anime, you fucks. Um, if you want... Ooh, actually... Oh, are you gonna do, uh, the third service? Or... What third service? Third service. Uh, yes, we, we both acknowledge it exists. I, wait, I what third service? Yeah, um, the parent company of Crunchyroll has started up a new service called VRV. Oh, right! VRV, VRV. that's right. Which, for $10... Oh, shit, we should talk about that. $10 every month, you have Funimation, you have Crunchyroll... And then you also have a smattering of other networks, I believe. Nerdist, oh yes, VRB. I think it's I think it's Rooster. I, think it's Rooster, uh, I want to say it's Rooster Teeth, uh, Cartoon Hangover, uh, Nerdist, like you said. Yeah, if you uh, want to. CISO. Uh, maybe Geek and I think Sundry, Geek and Sundry yeah, is on there. Geek and Sundry. Fun fact, by the way, um, on this week's Geek and Sundry, the thing that they did for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, uh, did any of you guys watch that? Nope. Nope. No, not um, yet. Probably gonna see it either this week. If or you next. do, there is going to be a bearded dragon that is actually my friend Peyton's bearded dragon. That is her, oh, her uh, nice. bearded dragon, Addie. Um, to which I now I feel like I need to now promote Peyton because Peyton is a wonderful fucking artist who lives out in LA and she is fabulous as shit and she's one of my best friends. She's actually one of my best friends. Um. You can follow her at not a real dot uh, at doc Nicalis dot Nicalis um, on Twitter. They are a freelance artist and they are fantastic as shit. Um, it, fun fact, actually, when I used to do the Bacano show, they were our Nicholas. They were, um, I believe, Bevan's character. But um, you can follow them too, and they're beautiful, amazing. But um. I guess promote gentlemen whore yourselves out. Uh, okay. Well, we've already got the shilling out of the way. My name is Classy Spartan. You can find me on Twitter. My handle on Twitter is at mangaman9000. You're gonna see a lot of dumb anime memes, pictures, sometimes some strong opinionated rants like the one I threw up today, and a lot of dog corgi videos and vines before vine gets shut down because fuck you 2016 yep and i'm okay and i'm jet you can find me on twitter at jared's infinity or at divine mega uh, you can also find me reviewing stuff on my blog animation infinity or on the fandom post and i can be found on twitter at roots of justice I also have a blog. Nothing's on it yet. I have plans for that blog. Stay tuned. Uh, oh, I guess I can not whore my, I guess I'm not whoring myself out. <laughs> Megan here is part let of me, Anime America. Let me do it myself. You said you weren't going to no, do it, so joking. I was doing let it for you. Uh, okay. My name is Megan. I am one of the many, I guess, I think there's like five or six of us now, actually, uh, hosts of Anime America Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at QueenEra2, where I post, uh, where I riff track things every so often if I'm not at work, post pictures of anime and Nintendo, 
and apparently now like to post videos where I'm in the car listening to History Maker. <laughs> um, which, by the way, is number 69 on my car's playlist. Um, but, and if you want to um, follow the person whose channel we're, we're uh, overtaking for the night, you can follow her at Lilac Anime Reviews, review spell R-E-V-U-E, uh, where she does amazing things like this podcast, reviews, vlogs, and all that other fun stuff. Uh, please subscribe because she's a beautiful human being and we love her and we wouldn't be here without her. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, Lilac. it was her birthday. So happy birthday, Mom. Um, Lilac is one of the hardest working people I think we all know and we love you for giving us the opportunity to do this thing. Thank you very much, Lilac. You are awesome. Hearts. Thank you, Lilac. Thank you, Lilac. Thank you, Lilac. I post these World War II lesbians in your honor. It's the only way you can. <laughs> well, I guess we've been at this surprisingly for almost two hours. Gentlemen. This is still a fairly short episode in comparison, actually. Nothing's ever gonna top fucking despair arc. Um. No, it won't. What? Anyways. What? Not Anyways, it's I time. Think, it's I time think. to go to sleeps. Play some Pokemans, gentlemen. Say your goodnights. Good night. Good night, everybody. Night. Otaku on, my friends. And if you have a corgi and have a bandana, please put that bandana on your corgi. And with that, I have I one final. Pictures. And take pictures for our amusements. And now I have one final thing to say to you. <clears throat> tanks and titties. Tanks, tanks, titties, titties, tanks and titties. Tanks, tanks, titties, titties. One million years dungeon. Four kids dub of My Hero Academia. <laughs> no!